G'day, 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 everyone. Welcome to Measure Twice Cut Once. This is the uh, official YouTube channel of the program, and uh, we also have uh, Measure Twice Cut Once going out on podcast streams such as iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, TuneIn, and Alexa. And uh, taking you through uh, for the next half hour will be Myself, Dirk, from Sumo's Projects on YouTube, Instagram, and also Facebook. And my wonderful co-host is a man who's been all week tending to his uh, bees and his beehives. Uh, we welcome Chris, I don't give a beeswax, Surek. G'day, mate. Yeah, g'day, Dirk. Here we are for uh, episode uh, 12, I believe. Um, beehives. I don't know. I don't know where you get that from. But anyway, episode 12, we're... Um, We've got a special guest on today, uh, and we'll bring him on just shortly. But uh, first off, Durko, what you do all week? Chris, mate, been uh, been flat out this week. Uh, not so much in the work sense, but um, I have been uh, on my first week of my break holidays. Uh, I've got two weeks off, so went away for a couple of days and. Um, just uh, kicking around now, doing some uh, little bit of landscaping out the backyard, finishing that off. But um, I did put a video out uh, last week or the week before, just building a uh, bit of a cabinet in the uh, against the big great wall that, as you've seen before, and uh, that's come along good. The video is going a bit slow, but I have to do a bit of promotion and hoping to have another video out um, on my bedside drawers, which come up Mickey Mouse with a. Uh, couple of coats of uh, polyurethane, or as I call it, paint on plastic, mate. So um, I've been busy enough there. And uh, what about yourself, mate? Uh, well, same same here, Durko. Uh, work's been going crazy. But um, I've had a couple of days off. It was my birthday last week, so I had a couple of days off. and um, But I've still got the uh, the bedroom suite to finish off. I've been uh, putting in some cupboards for, for another customer. Um, and slowly, slowly starting to uh, pull my workshop to pieces because I've got the big Renault coming up. But, uh, yeah, I've been pretty busy. I've got four weeks uh, – four weeks. I've got four days coming up now, uh, four days off. So I'm looking forward to that. And I can do some more work. Oh, well, mate, it's a very happy birthday to you and um, good luck with that big project and, uh, well, as well as you tend into the bees as well. So you'll be a killer bee yeah, at the yeah. end of it. Buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz. Um, yeah. All right. I think enough of that. Um, I think we should bring in our guest. What do you reckon about that, Durko? Yeah, let's, uh, let's go ahead and introduce uh, Mr. Ashley Walker from the one and only Wood Woodwork and Whiskers uh, on Instagram TV. How are you guys? Yeah, very good. good, good very good. How's it going? Very well, thanks. Very well, thanks. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you very much. I've turned um, 21. Haven't we all, mate? Uh, Haven't we all? <laughs> it doesn't look a day over yeah, 60, no. Ash. Yeah. Oh, easy, Tiger. <laughs> no, no, I've, um, I'm the wrong side of 50. That's, uh, that's, that's the sad part about it. But, um, yeah, you move along. Keep going along. Anyway, we've got Ash. Uh, Ash, Ash is our special guest today. We're going to ask, ask um, Ash the real, the, the hard hitting questions, um, and uh, see if we can 
find out a little bit more about what he does, who he is, and uh, what he's all about. Dirk, kick it off. All right. Well, Ash, uh, firstly, welcome to the show, and we we very much appreciate you saying yes and coming on, and uh, we appreciate all the guests we've had on so far. It's been a, a good Aussie tale of uh, talent, So, and you're the third person on. So thanks for that, Ash. Um, I suppose, mate, you know, like one of the big things uh, we try to derive at early in the piece is to understand a little bit about the background of where you got into being, say, a woodworker and getting pretty much to the stage of uh, launching yourself on uh, social media. So if you want to just give us a bit of a briefing on uh, your, your you know, background as far as woodworking goes, mate, we'd be appreciate. Yeah, sure. Um, well, firstly, thank you for having me on. Um, as far as the woodwork goes, uh, I was a late starter. Uh, I did have a crack at it originally about 20 years ago, um, but then circumstances changed. I ended up having to sell all my gear and uh, didn't do anything for probably another 12 years or so. And then uh, we moved into this place here about three years ago and I decided, uh, oh, let's have another another crack at it. So that's sort of uh, the woodworking. Um, as far as the, the social media goes, um, look, that, oh, no, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> it's, it started off just as a, I'll throw myself on there and uh, just, you know, connect with a few other makers and things like that. And um, as I was doing that, I found that, uh, or I felt that particularly on Instagram, which is the main platform that I'm on, um, that the Aussie woodworkers and Aussies in general were not getting the same exposure as some of our friends overseas. And as a result of that, I decided to start a show called The Monday Meetup, uh, which focused on not only makers, but also Aussie tradesmen as well. Um, and I didn't think anything of it. I thought it'd be a bit of a laugh, you know, a couple of people might watch it. And um, the first season uh, went went really well. And then it just sort of grew legs. Um, Total Tools came to the party and helped me out with some camera gear at the start of season two. And it's just sort of exploded during season two. So uh, it's now got a fairly extensive audience, both in Australia and overseas, which is great for exposure for Aussies, which is what it was all about in the first place. Um, well, and then, yeah, that, that's basically the story of the Monday Meetup. Fair enough. That's uh, that's not a bad story. How, how do you um, how do you find it? You get your guests. Um, I well, first of all, I, I follow them for a period of time. Um, one of the things about the Monday Meetup is it's based on community and people being engaged in the community. So I'm looking for a uh, people that have got an interesting story. End of the day, it is entertainment. Um, so there's got to be some sort of interesting story there. They've got to have enough content there for me to be able to make the episodes because a lot of it is a, a merge of questions and answers plus also their content. So there's a visual aspect to it. 
Um, and thirdly, as I said, I'm looking for people that want to be involved in the community. And there have been people that I've said no to um, because they're clearly after just wanting to promote themselves as opposed to promoting the community as a whole. So if people meet those three criteria, and I might be following them for 12 months before I actually approach them about going on the show. Um, but once I've established that they meet those criteria, I'll have a chat with them. If they're open to it, then away we go. Ash, mate, yeah, that's that's a tremendous thing you're doing. Uh, the whole community thing is something uh, we as Australian makers have to concentrate on, I think, uh, a lot because I, I started a bit of a makers of interest on my YouTube channel and I, I sort of try to promote smaller channels being international, not necessarily Australian because there weren't that many at any given time. But I, I find, you know, if, you, if you're going to be a community person, you really have to embrace that term. And and I, I found what you're doing, yep, what you're doing, and um, people like Victor from Down Under Woodworks with his uh, saw, you know, they're just highlighting and putting the spotlight on certain people. And whilst it might ha not have a big run on or a big charge initially, uh, over time that grows, as you know, with your channel and people look back and you get more um, people eyes on the picture. So, um, you know, you've been doing a great job, but... And, and you found it difficult to uh, maintain that momentum as far as the Australian scene goes, because I know I know two seasons, yeah. But uh, do you do you see a lot more people coming out of the woodwork now? Pardon the pun. Um, pardon the pun. Yeah. Um, look, I, I am seeing the Australian community grow, um, and there's certainly more and more people uh, becoming involved, which has been great. Um, I, I think particularly in the last 12 months, uh, there's been a lot more Australian makers getting involved, uh, which has been wonderful. Um, and look, I guess the thing is, you really don't know how widespread it, it is. Um, um, yeah, you really don't know what sort of impact it, it's having on people. Uh, I got a, a letter from a maker today which just, completely blew me away uh, in how the show has had a positive impact on his life and giving him the confidence to, um, you know, put himself out there a bit more. And, you know, thinking back, you know, I look at um, Mark Dana or Pallet Punter or whatever you want to call him. Um, when I first approached him, he was completely terrified, absolutely terrified of the thought of putting his head on the screen. And look at him now. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's uh, – and I do get from time to time, you know, positive feedback like that, which just gives you the encouragement then to keep doing it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, look, I know, I know the I, – I get a few um, uh, emails as well from people saying that they they love my, my channel, Built by Chris. They love – it gives them um, the, the confidence – the confidence to yeah. actually attempt making some of these things, you know, like the because the way I the way I try and come across with my uh, channel is uh, is 
if I can do it, anybody can do it. It's 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 not rocket science what I'm doing here. It's it's fairly simple stuff, and I try and come across that way. And uh, and I've had a few emails from, and this is personal emails, so saying yep. that um you know they really thank me for for my content. So I'm I'm happy to uh, to be able to um give people that confidence to try something because there's a lot of satisfaction in making stuff yourself. I reckon. What do you think, yeah. Dirk? Oh, for sure. Like you know. I my approach to my channel, I'm not always trying to demonstrate anything special. And I, I, I state that. I've stated that, you know, years ago when I started out. Uh, to me, it's it, it, I'm doing what I'm doing. And if you like to follow along and you may get a tip out of it, that's good. And I, I try to diversify the channel now, you know, doing some tool reviews. And I, I did. I used to do a little tips and tricks. But they're things uh, people don't have to necessarily adopt, but they're just things that I'm putting out. Um, and look, it's refreshing when I when I watch Ashley's uh, show on Instagram TV. Um, it's nice to see the Australian uh, inclination to we're inclined to make stuff, but we're we're not all inclined to put a, a camera in front of us. And I've found that even Chris will Chris will agree with me. We see the traffic flow through you know, woodworking shops now, and it's increased. Uh, you know triple we'd have to say because they're bigger businesses now so people are doing woodwork or doing metal craft or whatever but they don't put the camera in front of them so that's an aspect where maybe what you do can encourage them uh to perhaps consider doing that do you try to promote that aspect of it oh 100 percent um and end of the day the show is all about uh bringing exposure to different people and part of that is encouraging them to bring exposure to themselves in the same instance. So, um, look, if that if it does that for however many people, then it's worth doing. Um, you know, look, I'm at a very challenging stage just at the minute when my account got deactivated, um, and I've had to create a new channel, Ash and Barry, but. I'm hoping to get Woodwork and Whiskers back, obviously. I've appealed the decision, but that's going to have a dramatic impact on the show, obviously, as well. So uh, there's some decisions to be made in relation to that. But getting letters like I got today really sort of encourages me Well, say, well, it's, it's worth uh, fighting, I guess, and, and continuing on to make sure that this thing can, can go on. Okay, yeah. can I can I ask why your account was deactivated? Okay, you don't actually get told. All you get told is you have breached community guidelines. I suspect that it was because I've been using a third-party software for analytics, which I've been using for 18 months and never had a problem. Um, but in speaking to a few others, it seems to have happened to quite a few people just recently. So I'm assuming that Instagram has changed their algorithm slightly and it's been flagged somehow. Um, and obviously there is automated software out there that does bulk likes and all that sort of rubbish, which I'm 100% against, but... I'm guessing that the uh, Instagram algorithm has just flagged it and then I just got an email saying you'd been deactivated and I was just like, 
I don't believe this is happening. So I've appealed the decision and now I've just got to wait. You're literally in the lap of the gods um, to so see what happens. Who, who do you... Who do you appeal that decision to? Uh, to Instagram or to Facebook, whichever way you want to call it. They're both the same. Um, and it's a, a set, set process. And if you, you don't have any other options of emailing someone or picking up the telephone and, you know, pleading your case with anyone, you've got to go through this, which I believe in itself will be an automated system. Um, so... The, the trick is to actually get to a human on the other end to make uh, an intelligent decision. Um, but it's been four or five days now and I haven't heard a single word back from them. So, yeah, we've just got to so, ride its course and see what happens. So, so you don't know whether they're looking into it or whether just, it's just sit and wait, basically? That's all you can do. In speaking to some others that it's happened to, um, it seems to be, on average, about a 30-day uh, gap between you get before you get anything back from them. Hence the reason why I created the new account because I, you know, I lost contact with thousands of people in in an instant. Uh, you know, people were worried that I died and were you know contacting other people to see what happened to me, um, but. It is what it is, and that's that's the way it Jeez. goes. I, I can't imagine if that was if that was your livelihood, and all of a sudden oh, exactly. it's, it's taken yeah, it's taken away from you for for you don't even know why, do you? So no, no, it's a maybe ridiculous we can. Uh, is is there anything anybody else can do? Can I uh, write them an email on your behalf or anything like that? I don't think so. Um, you know, look, there's been people giving shout-outs for the for the new channel, uh, Ash and Barry, um, just to point people in that direction so that they can find me at least in the in the interim. Um, and look, it may be a case that I have to. There's three more episodes of this season of the Monday Meetup that's supposed to happen. I might have to run it from uh, Ash and Barry, and if I do, I'm going to be really relying on everybody sharing it like there's no tomorrow to get even close to the audience that had before under Woodwork and Whiskers. So, yeah, we're just uh, playing the waiting game. So are you, are you using the same algorithm, uh, sorry, the same uh, third-party software I on your new not, channel? No, I haven't touched it, mate, because, because okay, I so suspect suspect that that is the reason even though I don't know for sure I'm just not taking the chance no, that's fair enough too look we'll do everything we can on this channel um, I'll, I'll flash up um, yeah, all, all sorts of stuff to get everyone pointed in that direction um, Dirk do you anything to say to that oh no I'm the same I, uh, I posted on Instagram yesterday I, I don't know if you've seen it Ash uh, or today it's just a you know, reverberate that you're still around, and um, you know, I don't have a big following like you, but any, I suppose, anything will help. Um, and you know, fingers crossed that we can uh, get woodwork and whiskers back on on deck, and um, because it's 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 becoming an institution for the Australian maker scene. Um, so just 
All right. We'll, we'll look at your channel as a positive highlight. Now, um, you know, you've got your characters in there, um, Barry yeah. and, and the crew and the gang. <laughs> And, and, you, and you do some really good woodworking too. Are you, are you, yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll start line up. But um, like I've seen some of your woodworking. Uh, you know, you do those football. Um, are they? Oh, geez, are they uh, like bottle openers for the footy uh, season? The beer openers. Yeah, yeah. Beer openers. I did those last yeah. year for footy season. Uh, proved yep. very popular. Um, but yep. probably more this year. I've been focused more on on hardwood furniture. Um, you know, the Australian hardwoods are just so beautiful. Uh, and I've been using a lot of reclaimed stuff, which whilst it's a lot of work to get it back to a, a usable format, the end result is just so worth it. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just beautiful, beautiful timber to work with. Oh, some of the, uh, the Australian hardwoods, yeah, they're, uh, they're stunning. You know, like you've got some of the figure that goes through them and, uh, uh, even I'm, I'm only just starting to get into that side of it as well. So big, big thing for yeah. me. Yeah, Sorry, Dick, you going to say something? A lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. So, so all right, that's woodworking. And uh, and we've noticed you've, uh, you know, you've interviewed and or had people on the show who are uh, from a broad range of uh, like apprenticeship backgrounds. And so yeah. has it uh, lured you personally into learning new things, giving you a new scope? as far as what you personally like to do in the shop? Um, look, probably not not for me personally as far as what I do, but I'm I'm always interested to to hear about the, the different trades and, and things like that. And it, it, it amazes me, particularly um, with some of the high-end builders, the level of knowledge that those guys have is off the charts. And when you see them actually sit down and discuss it and go through the steps that they have to go through, it's mind-boggling just how much knowledge those guys actually need to be able to do their job. Um, and it's given me a, a whole new respect, I guess, for those various trades and, and what they do. And it, I hope it's given others... Um, an insight into into their lives and what's involved in in the job that they do as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I've, I've watched a few of them, and um, and and you're right about the knowledge that that some people carry around in their head. Um, like for example, my uh, my dad's best mate was a, a master carpenter, and um, I've been I've been to his house, and he's he built his own house. He put the the built the kitchen and everything all from Australian hardwoods. And when I saw it, it was already 30 years old, but it looked like it had just been put in. You know, the yeah. gaps between the doors and uh, it was just, it was it was spectacular to, to say the least. Now, if I if I had half of what he had in his head, I'd be a great uh, carpenter, you know, but um, that's years and years and years of training right there. Exactly. But it, it's one of the other topics that's been heavily discussed of late uh, is the gap. Um, with apprentices coming through now because you seem to have uh, two separate areas of building now. You've got the, the high-end guys that focus on the quality and all that sort of stuff, but then you've got this other uh, cookie-cutter brigade that go through and do, you know, 20 houses at once in the one street sort of thing. And it's really pigeonholing uh, some of the young ones 
that they might just be stuck in that uh, cookie cutter mould, then they don't have the skills to be able to work in the, in the high end productions. So it's a bit of a problem at the moment in Australia. Uh, and it's something that um, there's probably five or six guys that are really uh, putting the word out there that this is an issue um, and that the, the government needs to do something about uh, addressing this problem. Otherwise, moving forward, we might be able to fill one bracket, but we're not going to be able to fill the other bracket. So it's, um, yeah, it's been really interesting. You know, social media is, to some extent, an educator, be uh, given... If you see a result on Instagram of a photo or a series of snapshots leading up to a finished uh, build, and then YouTube, you've got the video aspect of it, you know, which can break it down in different ways. So I think, like Chris would probably agree, and you'd agree, Ash, we, we've probably all learnt a fair bit from viewing rather than looking at textbooks and having someone, you know, give you instructions all the time. I, I think it's if, if it's in you to have that drive to learn, um, you, you're going to take on board social media as as a... I mean, it won't give you formal qualifications, but it, it will help you, enlighten you to perhaps go and start an apprenticeship or, you know, lead you, lead you into a career path that you might not have expected beforehand, you know? Oh, 100%. I mean, people learn in different ways. Uh, I, I put First, to put my hand up, I sucked at school. <laughs> like, no tomorrow. I, I hated it. But, um, yeah, I think there is a lot of people that learn that way. They learn visually a lot better and hands-on than what they learn going through textbooks. So it, 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 I think you have to adapt that to each individual. Oh, for sure. I'm, and like you just said, I'm the first to admit that uh, I hated school every minute of it, um, except for the woodworking class. I um, I excelled in that. And uh, the, yep. the metalworking class, I had I had a good time there as well. But I'm very much a visual person. If, if I see somebody doing something, I'll be able to copy that. I'll be able to do that. Yeah, and you touched on it before, Ash, that, um, the, you know, the um, the knowledge that people carry. I mean, it's like I said, I can bang two bits of wood together. That's not a problem. But um, it's, it's working out if you have a problem with something, uh, if something doesn't quite work out. You know, it's, it's the people... The, the the ones that I have the most respect for is the ones that can fix their problems, you know? Yeah. I mean, for me, if, if, you, I, if I do something, go on. I, I was just going to say, and if you do have a problem, that's one of the other beauties about social media. You can throw a question up there and say, I'm stuck on this, and all of a sudden you've got 20 different answers of solutions mm. on how to fix it, which is fantastic. It is, yeah. Look, I, I love YouTube. Uh, my, my best mate put me onto it a couple of years back. And uh, the only the only bad thing that happened out of YouTube is I met the guy just in the other corner of this uh, podcast. Mm. <laughs> oh, you mean mate? No. Yeah, no, I'm only kidding. He's, he's, uh, he's not a bad bloke when you get to meet him. But, uh, look, I've, I've met a lot of great people. And the one thing, the one thing that really makes me happy is um, – all my, my stickers are starting to show up all around the world, and yeah, I, I, I get a buzz. Out, I get a buzz out of that. I mean, I'm just looking at you now, and I can see my built by Chris sticker down in the bottom right hand corner. So, yeah, um, yeah there she is there, and uh, th that gives me a buzz. I'm, I'm I'm wrapped with that. I'm everywhere. 
Yeah, Chris, and uh, a lot of people keep getting these envelopes going, which bloody Galar sent me this sticker? That's that's how you do it, isn't it, eh? Me? Yeah, like that's handball it between the cracks. <laughs> I just got this oh, one in the mail not that long ago. Look at that. I got that one in the mail not that long ago. I don't it's know who that bloke is. Yeah, apparently, uh, apparently he just works in uh, with crappy wood. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to hear that. He won't come on the show now. Oh, I, I know, I know, I know. Sorry, sorry, Mark. I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, Ash, one of the, one of the good things you've done, you highlighted that you know you asked Mark to come on your show, and he was a bit nervous and shy, and he's gone on to kick goals. It, it, that must humble and empower you to. Always, to, you know, not everyone's going to go and, you know, win a Logie or anything, but um, you see things like that and, you know, little bits of attention that he may have got from you exposing him uh, is now he, he's got the confidence to and, – and he he's he's, uh, he's reflecting that in helping promote other Australian talent. So, you know, it's, it's full circle. Yeah. It, it is full circle and it was interesting – uh, again, in this letter that I received today, um, there, there was four names mentioned in this letter that had had a dramatic impact on this person's life. And Mark was one of those people, as was uh, Darren Ilias, who's also been on the show. So, yeah, it, it really did mean a lot to me to see that, um, you know, several of the guests had, had, had impacted on this person's life. Um, so yeah, it's tremendously satisfying when I when I see that, um, and you know they're the sort of things that keep you going. It, it's as simple as that. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right, you're right, and um, like like I said before, I mean, even this show that me and Dirk are doing together, we're getting a lot of positive uh, feedback from it, and um, and actually, I don't know about uh, you, Dirk, but I seem to think we got a lot of a lot of good feedback from our. Um, mental health episode that we had. A lot of people commented on that. I got a lot of emails from people as well, you know, saying that uh, they were very happy that we uh, uh, broached that subject, you know, that we um, sort of shone, shone a light on it. And um, so we might have to do something along those lines again, I think, because it's, it's a big thing. Mental health is a big thing. Yeah, and, and look, yeah, we try to keep it a little bit diverse, but uh, intended for the Australian... Uh, patronage firstly and um, whoever else afterwards you know wants to engage with, with the Australian community and a lot of people do and enjoy it so as you probably know Ash you have a lot of support from the US maybe even Europe yep. um, you know that's that's something we first of all drive home homeward bound and then uh, we look to expand and you know have our friends brothers from around the world you know come on board with us that's a good way to look at it I think and, and they will um, end yeah. of the day, uh, look, I, my audience is probably about 50-50, Australian and, and US or US-Canada, um, a little bit from Europe, but um, certainly the, the US market was just as interested in what was happening in Australia and learning more about Australians as what the Australians were themselves. So. I've no doubt that um, America will, will jump onto your guys, you guys' shows as well, um, because there's certainly a lot of interest there. 
And, and I should say brothers and sisters because we want to encourage more ladies, oh, women to 100%. be part of our community. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, uh, and there, sure. there is a lot that are uh, involved. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of female makers. There really is. Well, we, we've got a hopefully, potentially got a couple of female makers coming up on a special guest, Chris, in the, well, in the next maybe one one in the last of this season and and in next year's uh, next season as well. So should be great. That's the plan. That's the plan. I, I reckon yeah. I could probably pick pick one of them, Chris Fanboy. She'll start getting the complex. Yeah, she'll start getting the complex. Stalker. <laughs> I know. I know. I've. It's, uh, but she's great. I'll, I, no, no, I'm not going anywhere. Oh, she is. That. She is. She's yeah. fantastic. But anyway, <laughs> um, we all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, all right. Look, we'll, we're going to have to, we'll have to finish it off now. Ash, it's been absolutely fantastic speaking to you. Um, when Dirk told me that uh, he got you on as a guest, I was a little bit apprehensive because I thought, nah, he looks like a grumpy old so and so. But. <laughs> I couldn't be further from the truth, could I? You're a top bloke, and thanks for coming on the show. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. hundred percent appreciate it, and uh, I probably have been a grumpy old so and so this week, but <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you got a good woodwork, reason. Woodwork and whiskers will come back bigger and stronger than ever. Let's hope so. For sure, it will. It thanks, will. Ash. Thanks again, Ash. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much, Ash Walker. Great guy, Chris. Uh, good interview. Um, look, uh, thank you, everyone, also for subscribing to our channel. If you haven't, please do. And uh, subscribe to the uh, audio podcast. <clears throat> and, um, look, Chris, uh, I think we've got a pretty good conversation on a subject matter next week. Uh, I'll sort of let you mention what that is. It's, uh, it's going to be something that everyone wants to know about. I think you're right, Dirk. Um, next week's uh, subject is going to be all about sheet goods. It's going to be about where you can get your plywoods, your MDF sheets, um, melamine. Um, what's that other one we use a lot? Form ply. Um, we're going to be talking about that. Form ply, yep. We're going to be talking about that next week. And um, we're going to try and find or source a supplier all around Australia. Exactly uh, right. It's going, to be, it's going to be a big one. And as far as that goes, it's not all about the big hardware chains. It's going to be trying to help the independents a little bit. So we'll uh, sure. dissect that. And, Chris, once again, thank you very much. I hope you uh, don't get stung outside when you go back out to the hive and uh, make sure everything is uh, honey, running like honey. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's running at the moment like molasses, thick and slow. <laughs> <laughs> all right mate well thank you and have a good week and uh i'll sign off in my traditional way by saying hooroo everyone and i'll go by saying bye for now